Welcome to Cat Chat. You are listening to Cap Chat Live. Cap Chat Live. Cap Chat Live from the United Soccer Coaches Convention. Here is your host, Josh Tyler. Podcast Row, uh, we have been playing media tag with our good friend Nicole Lukic for a couple days now. So we are joined by the famous Nicole Lukic, who has a multiple different roles. A Minnesota Aurora is, is what she's super famous for, part of the Rush system for years. So Nicole, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how many, po- how many interviews have you done this week? Or this, whatever this is, a week or days or how long we've been here. This is my third podcast, but oh. obviously my favorite. Oh podcast. yes, yes. So talk about. Let's just. I mean, we'll just get to it, and, and hopefully not too boring. But talk about Minnesota Aurora, um, and how you came into that space, and what's that kind of been fun for you? It's been super fun. So Minnesota Aurora started. Uh, it was kind of announced it was going to be a team as Minnesota women's soccer in twenty. I was at Russia's Guns and West at the time and had just uh, came on board to help start Twin Cities Rush up in Blaine, Minnesota. Okay. So I was moving to Minnesota um, and I heard about this women's team. And I was going to be doing more front office administrative stuff at Twin Cities Rush. I still wanted to get my coaching fix. Um, coaching, it is like, it is like a drug. Coaching fix, like you need your fix of coaching. Yeah. 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 So um, I applied when I saw the application come out, went through the interview process, and was hired. And it was really cool just to have a blank slate to create something um, the way you wanted to with the wonderful support of the team founders and the community owners. Um, Yeah, fast forward now, two seasons in, preparing for the third season. So what do you spend, like, with with Minister Aurora, and, and we'll stick there, but what's your biggest challenge of, what's, what's been your biggest challenge? Well, the first two seasons I was part-time. Yeah. Um, so definitely just balancing time because as Aurora grew uh, from taking the head coach role in December of 2021 to kicking off our first game in May 22 to to now, my roles and responsibilities in Aurora grew really fast because the club grew so fast and it just needed um, more. So I was giving more and more, but I also had a full-time job with Rush on the side. Um, so just, you know, balancing time and then you have all these phenomenal players coming in during the season and you're trying to give them all of your time as well. And at the same time, I was... Working with a lot of coaches in the rush system, so uh, lots of people management, which if you're going to do it well, it's going to take a lot of time. Yeah. So uh, that was definitely a hurdle. But with Minnesota Aurora specifically, um, I think one of my hurdles is finding the right players that are a good fit okay. for our environment and how we want to play. Um, because our season is so short, we want to make sure we get our recruiting piece right that we can focus on what we want to do uh, while we're in the season. And so you talk about, I guess, so people know your season is, is in the in the summer and is it predominantly current college players? I would say 90% of my roster is current, usually Division One players. 
Okay. You guys set the attendance record of all U.S. Uh, for all your, your your league, right? Correct. And I think at one point you said if you take NWSL into account, you would be seventh in attendance, even like with against NWSL. That's a, right. That's incredible. It was something like that. Yeah, definitely in 2022. I mean, the NWSL has seen significant rises in attendance. In yeah. 2023, but I still think we were definitely in the mix in the bottom tier of teams um, or doing better than the bottom tier teams. So, yeah, we're really fortunate to have an incredible support system in the greater Twin Cities areas that shows up for us. Yeah. Um, the attendance record was 6,937 on Jeez. Ju- July 1st, 2023. That's incredible. So, yeah, our, se- our stadium Max capacity is 7,000, so we're right there, and we're going to be working to hopefully have an average of 6,000 in the 2024 season. That's awesome. That's awesome. And on your other side hustle is you're a U.S. scout for the U.S. So talk about that and what what ages and kind of what your role is. And, and, and yeah, so talk about that for a second. Yeah, absolutely. I am a U.S. soccer local talent scout. Okay. So I am the point person in um, the Minnesota market, and I am overseen by uh, the North Talent ID manager. Okay. Um, there's local scouts in most states, I would say, so we all report to the, the North ID manager. There's four ID managers across U.S. soccer divided up by regions right now. Um, so I get assigned games to go watch and scout from my ID manager, and then I fill out reports on players um, that get put into the scouting system. And our talent ID manager works with the director of talent identification and the national team coaches who eventually form rosters and create uh, invitations and training camp. So, Any young talent coming up that you've seen in the Minnesota market that we need to keep an eye on? Like, is it the next, have you found, do you feel you found like the next Rose Lavelle or the next Julie Ernst or anything? That's a great question. Um, we've certainly had uh, a handful of players get called into um, like a regional yeah. camp to be seen in that environment and then hopefully go to a national camp. Um, there was a 2009 player, Liv Abu-Young, who did make it to the national camp. Um, I believe that was back in August. Okay. Um, and then there's Maddie Darlene, who I believe is a U20 player, uh, plays at North Carolina, Minnesota kid um, that just got called into the, the next camp, which is um, that age group is nearing a World Cup for that age group. Yeah. So that could be a big deal if she gets you know brought to that. And um, both those players I mentioned, I just want to. Just want to say that they're from the Minnesota Thunder Academy, um, so they're doing a great job of getting their players to that, to that level. Shout out to Minnesota Thunder. That's good. Um, what do you look for when you go to these games? Like, what do you got to look for? Like, what, 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 what makes a kid stand out? Great question. Um, U.S. Soccer has certain key qualities that they're looking for in player. 
players, uh, things that we're, we're looking for scouts. Uh, we want to make sure that they're going to fit into the, the playing style, um, different things like that. And the great thing about scouting is that it's not just my opinion on a kid yeah. that's going to matter. Um, there are checks and balances where a kid will be seen by multiple scouts. Um, so it's not just this is Nikola, which is recommendations right. you know the minnesota players will go to indiana and the indiana scout will see them play so interesting okay mul multiple reports on players which i think is really great because um as formal as you try to make the scout process like we are all different people with different lenses so i think that definitely helps um, add validity to the scouting process yeah awesome so let's talk on the women's game i know you have have fought and clawed um, through, and I don't want to. I hope it's not too. I want to say personal of a question, but what are the frustrations that you you you've had as as a woman coach through a predominantly male driven ego world of soccer? Good question. Um, I don't know. I I feel I've been pretty fortunate to be surrounded by a lot of great men in the game that have been really supportive of me and my journey and dragging me along and yeah. um, helping me get better, pushing me to get better and giving me great advice. Um, but I would say like at times there's certainly just conversations where people maybe overlook you or yeah. I'm also shout out to maybe me and my jeans, but I think I also look younger than I am and I'm small and Maybe these are just my insecurities, right? But yeah. um, if it's me or a male who's six foot five and yeah. you know, in a power suit, <laughs> yeah. like he might automatically look more important yeah. or yeah. knowledge worthy than me. Um, so for me, it's just been like navigating what works for me, what makes me feel comfortable, um, and kind of getting to know myself, I guess, and making sure I'm putting myself in situations where I feel what need, what more needs to change for the women's game? Like uh, uh, more more women's coaches, more women. Play, what what do we need to do to get more women's coaches in the game? That's a bit of a loaded question. I know, I know it is, but. But uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I think there are women in the game. Yeah. Um. So I sometimes I think it's just about opening doors for women and. Men being maybe more open that you know that they're allies and that they're ready to open the door for women, or they you know just being maybe a little bit proactive and looking to put females on your staff. Yeah. Um, I think it probably depends where you are, what space you're in, what level of the game you're in, but um, I think everybody can help by just being a good person. You make it sound so simple. Everyone's being a good person. What's one of your favorite soccer memories? Back to playing the college, you, it, it can be your playing, it can coach. What's one of your favorite memories that you just you just stop and you smile about? I would say one of my first favorite memories was when I first started playing. Um, I played goalkeeper. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was ten. We were at the U eleven. Some kind of tournament, you know. Yeah. Our team's in the final, and we go into a shootout, and I 
the last like penalty and all my teammates jumped on me. And I thought like, that was the best thing ever. And you were 10. Yeah. And you remember that probably vividly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I actually had one of my best friends who we play club soccer together, high school soccer together, and college soccer together. Like, oh, how cool. We joke about it all the time. Uh, just like how much fun it was. Were you like a legit goalie? Like you trained and or you just got thrown in that game because someone needed to play goal? No, goalie was my position until you fourteen. Really? I never knew that about you. What chance? Why? People got taught, like why did you stop being a goalie? My coach said it would be a good idea to stop being a goalie. <laughs> <laughs> I cried. Uh, really? Was I, that his I way of saying you weren't good or you were it too was short? Actually, her way. And yeah, I just wasn't growing. Yeah. Um, I I like to think I was pretty good, but it was kind of apparent that I was going to be small. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I could also juggle to like 200 at that time and like liked doing other yeah. kind of being flashy, which is maybe not typical of a goalkeeper. But yeah, I cried, but <laughs> it was probably like I probably wouldn't be sitting here if that conversation didn't happen. That's fair though. That's fair. That's oh, I never, I never knew that. That's that's very interesting. I, w- I wish I would not have stayed in goal, but that's uh, that's that's okay though. What's a skill you think? As a, as a as a high school age player, um, and and because you're obviously looking for the you know the U.S. soccer side as well, but you're you're recruiting for um, Minnesota Aurora, predominantly to Division One athletes. What's a skill that? What's a skill or trait that you think every player needs to have? Let's talk about a skill. So what, what, is there a skill you think? And we're talking about a trait, but what, what, is there a skill you think every player has to have this? kind of generic but you have to have some yeah. level of technical ability right, right. Um, the big thing I look for when I'm recruiting players at Minnesota Aurora which it's difficult to find out but um, I, I meet with every single player that we recruit and I try to get a feel for it and ask questions yeah um, I set up my calendar on purpose to figure out how committed is a player to investing in themselves we do soccer six out of seven days a week at Minnesota Aurora, which isn't always the case for summer teams. Um, it's kind of all over the place. Some might not train and just do games. Yeah. Might have one or two sessions and do games. But we are pretty scheduled, and you know, our goal is to create a professional-like experience for our players. So um, I actually oversell how committed you have to be to be at Aurora to try to lead players out yeah. so that I'm not losing players mid-season and stuff like that. Um, and while I'm doing that, I'm asking these players, like, what are your individual goals? Like, you should be coming to Aurora with a big individual goal because we are a pit stop. We're not a destination for anyone, really. We are a place where you can come and work on yourself to get to the next place, and we are okay with that. Yeah. So, it... it- you need if someone's a really talented player, but an awful human being. You're you're moving on. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The season's so short. We don't have time to really change attitudes. Yeah. Um, so we're cultural fit is a big thing. Skill wise, though, I mean, how I'm assuming everyone has a right and left foot. Is to it, a degree. To a degree. <laughs> Fair. 
Fair. Uh, how fit? So, I mean, you talk because I'm, I'm or, or I guess what I'm driving at is what what is it that you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 year old young ladies can be doing better because you take the club environment, it's one or two days a week, maybe, maybe three, but um, things they can do at home. You're like, you, you should be getting a thousand touches or you got to be super fit. Or you got to work on your head. But like, is, is there something you just like, you, you just got to have this and you, you need to do this on your own to, to have, because um, you can't change your height. You probably can't change how fast you're going to be. Like some, you may be like, pick up your your step a little bit but um what can they be i mean what what should they be working on 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 a constant level on a constant basis i don't think you can get enough technical okay you can spend all day doing touches on a ball right you and a ball partner in a ball ball on a ball ball on a wall ball on a wall ball on a wall (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um i mean that's pretty basic but yeah yeah what are you seeing with you with your athletes that you have come in from Minnesota? Um, I mean, they're playing at a high level already. Personality-wise, what sets them apart? Because like, you, you're winning. I mean, you won a championship your first year. That's runner-up. Lost a championship my first year, but thanks for the reminder. Oh, you did? You really? Two oh. minutes left in double overtime. Yeah. Okay, well, you went, so that's good, out of out of hundreds of teams. So I apologize. Teams. Okay. Man, you're you're on me today. God bless it, Nicole. Anyway, the question is, what do you see in that they, is there something they have that other people don't? Okay, here's the fact, though. They're high-level players. Yep. What, what are they having that, that sets them apart from from other people? Like, is there is there the trait you just go? I think it, a lot of it goes back to that commitment piece. That yeah. Like, a lot of players in summer that just want to take it slower or chill. Yeah. They they have a place that they want to get to, and they recognize that they have an opportunity to work really hard at Minnesota Aurora. Um, while maybe some players are just chilling at the lake. Um, and that's okay for some people. And that's okay. But yeah. if if you're wanting to play at the highest level, you you're you got to up your commitment game. Like you got to be committed to to taking the touches with a ball on a wall, a ball on a partner. Uh, and, and you got to be able to take those. You got to be committed all the time to make yourself better. Because players, if you're not committed, you're probably not going to play at the highest level. That's right. Speaking of the highest level, we just had our first player go to in the draft. Who? So let's. So who? Who? So yeah. Just give a plug. One that's awesome. That's that's. But who's the player? Let's let's give a give a plug. Kelsey Kafusi. Okay. Okay. Congratulations on on that. That's neat. It's, it's neat to have though. It's it's it, it shows that you I mean that you, you you're bringing in quality people. You're bringing in talented people. Um, and when you see here though, 
is she just she's just a different level. Like you just you, you watch her play, like you just know like that kid. She's Kelsey's special. I think if you watched us play in our last couple games, you would. If we had an error in the back line or someone got through, yeah, and her recovery speed is just unmatched. Yeah, like you can be this. The opponent can be in on goal. You think that this is a one v one breakaway with the goalkeeper. You're like sitting at the edge of the seat. Are you going to score? And here comes Kelsey. Just clean it up. Cleaning it up out of nowhere. You're like, how did she get there? Yeah, yeah. All right, so some rapid-fire questions here for you. Let's go. Get ready for rapid-fire. Cake or pie? Pie. Cats or dogs? I don't know. Dogs. Yeah. Text or call? Call. Hmm. Favorite movie of all time? Gary that's Hetzel. your that's your favorite. You got mail. Look at you. I can see that. Okay. All right. Um, hot. Would you rather be hot or cold? I'd rather be hot. Okay. Well, unless I'm sleeping, I'd rather be cold. <laughs> yeah, I love it cold. Yeah, because you yeah. get the comforter. Uh, if you had one superpower, what would it be? A lot. Uh, do you put cheese in your chili? Heck yes. Okay. I know some people don't put cheese in their chili and I think it's really weird I know I know uh, they're probably yeah it's so bad uh, Batman or Superman who wins in a fight Batman soft or hard tacos soft corn oh Nike or Adidas Nike shoes ah yeah would you rather score an own goal or miss a PK And last question, win the Champions League or win the World Cup? World Cup. Baby. All right. Let's go. Nicole, thanks for coming. I think we are getting booted out. and They are, like, fastly shutting this place down. So before we get rolled up in the carpet, we're going to bounce out of here. So uh, Nicole, Minnesota Warrior, U.S. Soccer Scout, Twin Cities, uh, Twin Cities Rush, Rose Rush Select. She's just a licensed coach, teaching courses here and changing the world. So, Nicole, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me.